The fourth of the commandments is about keeping the Sabbath day holy. In most circles, that just meant you better go to church rather than the ball game when Sunday rolled around. While that is an accurate way to apply it, it is so much more than that. It's time to go the second mile in reclaiming rhythms. Hey, this is Travis Agney. Thank you for joining me for another edition of the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 5.41, where he said, if anyone asks you to go one mile, go the second mile as well. And so as we're looking uh, this summer at the Ten Commandments and their role in the life of the disciple of Jesus Christ, we are now looking at the Fourth Commandment. Uh, on reclaiming rhythms on the Sabbath day. So we took the first episode of this podcast, uh, looking at the Ten Commandments, and talked about what the Ten Commandments are supposed to be in our life, and then we've taken each week to look at each one. So if you hadn't had a chance to listen, you can uh, pick up uh, now or later just to sort of get the whole picture of what we're doing. Uh, But when we're looking at this reclaiming rhythms uh, and looking at the Ten Commandments as a whole, the main piece that you want to remember is this, that the commandments are the rules we could not keep, yet it is the standard we must still seek. So when it comes down to the Ten Commandments, yes, we know that we cannot keep them perfectly, but that that does not mean that they should not be the guide and direction and kind of the ethics of our life, at least the starting place. So the commandments are the rules we could not keep, yet it is the standard we must still seek. And so as we look at the fourth commandment, the last of the vertical commands about how they relate specifically to God, before we look at the horizontal commandments about how we're supposed to relate to one another in honor of God, I want to talk about reclaiming rhythms and what does the Sabbath day mean? Because as I grew up, church kid, first milers always meant this, you give God one day a week. And typically we thought that that meant Sunday and that meant you went to church and that's not a bad thing. So while first milers may say you give God one day a week, second milers honestly think about it this way. You give God every day of the week. Now, I know that may sound confusing because you thought, wait a minute, I thought the whole commandment was about remember the Sabbath day, like one day out of seven to keep it holy. But quite honestly, some of us can't keep the Sabbath day holy because of the way that we interact on the other six days. So uh, as we look at this, there are different ways that we need to look and to see how we should keep this because it's not so simple uh, as just saying, okay, well, I go to church on a certain day of the week. Well, that's great, and that can be part of the application. Really, it comes down to how you steward your time, where your priorities are, and how you look through your entire ebb and flow of a week time. You say, I want to make the most of the time that God's given me every day of the week. And so how do we reclaim the rhythm of the week in honor of God as we follow Christ? So let's read it all the way uh, back in Exodus chapter 20, where the Ten Commandments are uh, next to the second commandment. Actually, this commandment is the longest by word um, as far as the description goes. You've got some that are literally two words in the Hebrew, like don't murder. Uh, But this one has a lot of words associated with it. And you think, well, gosh, this one almost seems like this one's the, the smallest of all of them, right? This isn't that big of a deal. It is a big deal. Let me explain why, but let me read it to you from Exodus chapter 20, verse 8 and following. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work. 
you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So here's this picture of God going back to creation and saying uh, that he is resting, right? Um, And when we look at this, it almost can be very um, just unique to us because once again, I, I grew up always thinking this had to do about, hey, go to church, uh, go to worship. But when you read this command the way it is, it says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And um, and so with that, it's saying that you're keeping it holy. It's set apart. It's different then. So what does that mean? And it goes on to say, well, six days you do work and do all of your work. Uh, and then on the seventh day is a Sabbath of the Lord your God. So I just want to make sure you understand this. God Almighty is giving a list of commandments. And one of the top 10 commandments that he gives, the fourth one on the list is this. Make sure you take time off. Now, this is a God that some of you should be excited to follow, right? This is a God who says rest is important. Having a rhythm of your week is important because he doesn't want you to burn out or or wear out over time. But there are certain ways that he's made us to design. And so it says you need to also, you do all of your work, but also you restrict your kids and and your servants and even your animals uh, from doing work on this day. He wanted to make sure you don't make those under you work so you can continue to make progress. So this is important for us to see what God's getting after because the first words that he says is, he doesn't say obey the Sabbath. He doesn't say install the Sabbath. He says remember the Sabbath. Now this is interesting because he's saying this isn't a new command and you go, well, actually it kind of is, right? This is a new commandment. He's going, no, no, it's been here all along. The Sabbath day has been a principle all throughout it. Uh, It was started at creation, just like it's mentioned here. Verse 11, it says, for in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and he rested on the seventh day. So God rested. So he worked very, very hard on six days. And when I say worked very hard, it's not that he was tired, but he was very productive, okay? So he worked for six days, but then on the seventh day, he rested. Now, Isaiah chapter 40 tells us that God never gets tired. He never needs to slumber or sleep. He, he wasn't like he was exhausted. So why did God have to take a Sabbath day? Well, he didn't have to take one. He didn't need it. God took a Sabbath day because he knew that we would need it. So, so with this, we understand that we're not installing the Sabbath. We're remembering the Sabbath. And, and so God did not take a Sabbath because he was tired, but he knew that we would be. And somewhere within the fabric of how we live our lives, the weekly revelation, Repetition of events, functions, uh, and appointments, and the way that we honestly just the jurisdiction of our calendar, he's saying you need to build this into your framework about once a week stopping and remembering the Sabbath day. I want you to remember that all the way back at creation, this was an opportunity that God said, I create for six days, and on the seventh day, I enjoy what I created. Six days, I work. On the seventh day, I step back and I look at go, now this is good. Look what I got to do with my hands. Saying to us, that is a good rhythm for us to work and to uh, be productive and to be creative like our God, but also that there are some times to stop, rest, reflect, and to be able to enjoy what we have already created. So the pattern that God gives us is a pattern of worship and rest. Throughout the Old Testament especially, he's going to talk about how you would see that the people would worship on the Sabbath day in the New Testament. 
that was um, shown also to the Jewish people there that was a part of it, but also rest. And this is important for us to remember that this, he is once again saying, hey, remember the Sabbath. This is something I want to put in. There's worship and there's rest. So even the remembering, you go, okay, remembering creation. But is there another example of this? Actually, there is. Four chapters earlier than when the Ten Commandments were given, there was something else that came out from heaven uh, other than the Ten Commandments. It was called manna. So the people were out in the wilderness. They were beginning to get hungry. God had provided to take care of them. And the people began to think, we're going to starve to death out here in this wilderness. What's going to happen? And Moses prayed, and he, and he gave him instruction and said, tomorrow morning you're going to find um, some bread on the ground. Once you pick it up, it's safe to eat. Trust me. And so the next morning, somebody gets up and says, what is that? And the Hebrew translation literally is manna. Manna means what is that? Uh, it was bread that God had put on the ground. And he says, just eat enough for today. I want you to take care of your daily bread. And there were some people who said, oh, well, what if we don't get some tomorrow? So they stored some for the next day. And guess what? It rotted and would make you sick if you ate it. God promised to give you daily bread except for on the sixth day of the week. He said, go ahead and make sure you get enough for two days because I don't want you working on the seventh day. I want you to rest. And on that day, the bread didn't make them sick, and and so as they they stored it, so so we see this that God is saying this. I want you people to know that I want you to work hard for six days, but trust me for seven days of provision, and that rhythm was put into the fabric of their DNA, which is hard because we want to think we're so important. We always have to be on the go. We always are having to, to produce. We're always having to create. We're always having to supply. We're always having to provide. And I know that just like me, you need seven days worth of provision. You have seven days worth of to-do list, and God is saying, can you trust me? <laughs> that I want you to work really hard on six days, but trust me for seven days of provision. Some of us uh, struggle with the Sabbath because we're not um, honestly being contributing members of society for the other six, that uh, we rest too much on some of those days that we don't really need that seventh day of rest. Some of us, I believe, are disobeying this commandment because we're not actually taking a day to do that. Now, this is where it comes down to, right, is that Sabbath is a get-to in a world of have-to, and it's a reminder that I have to tell myself all the time, I'm not as important as I think I am. God is needed every day of the week. I am not needed any day of the week, and God can provide for my needs. But the question comes down to this, that when should we observe the Sabbath? What about the Christian? Some people say, well, it's on Sunday, that that's the day of worship. I can't say that when you get the New Testament, you have the people go along that. I can't say that that's a wrong way to approach it. Uh, the first day of the week in the Jewish calendar system was Sunday. The Sabbath was typically Saturday, but Jesus rose on Sunday. So that's when the worship time for the early church, they started meeting on Sunday versus Saturday. But I'll just be honest, my personal application, the way that I apply this principle in my own life. As a pastor, Sundays are not a day of rest for me. They are a day of worship. But what I try to do is that I see my day as Sunday as I'm full on and I'm working a lot of times, sometimes nine and 10 hours, sometimes even more than that. It's not a day of rest. It is a day of worship. But I see my week as a Sunday through Friday where I work with every bit that I possibly have. And then on from Friday night uh, sundown to Saturday night sundown, I rest. I stop creating and I enjoy what I've been able to be a part of creating. I stop working and I enjoy some of the things that I get to work on. I take longer walks. I go on bike trips. Uh, we cook longer meals. We enjoy card games. We do things just to remember the beauty of creation. And so we remember the words of Jesus in Mark 2, 28. So the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. And however you choose to apply this, you remember Romans 14, 5, whatever you do, be fully convinced in your own mind. 
Personal application for me is I want it to be a good rhythm of rest, renewal, and worship. Make sure that Jesus gets this day and every day. I hope to see you on the second mile.